You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Never forget this quote. Depending on who you ask, you'll get a ton of different answers on what the Great Reset actually is. When I first started researching this, I made it my goal to look at this as objectively as possible with all bias aside. But if there's one thing that I've learned about politics in my 20 years on this earth, it's that when politicians are vague in their explanations, that's never a good sign. But if there's one thing you need to remember about the Great Reset, it's this. Welcome back to another episode of TCR Live. I'm your host, Nate Soror, and if you're new here, welcome. If you want to do something evil, wrap it up in something boring. A quote from John Oliver. Over the course of this year, there's been a lot of talk about what the future of our planet will look like, with some industries being changed forever, if not at least for the foreseeable future. The globalists, however, take this one step further with a plan that's supposed to help us build a better and more sustainable future. If you can't see me right now, I'm doing air quotes, so that's a better and more sustainable future. That's what they tell you. With all the information that's available to the public about this plan, which is very little, we're going to be diving into what exactly the Great Reset is, or at least what they want you to think it is. Also, I just got this book literally about 30 minutes before I'm recording this episode. I highly recommend you guys check out the book COVID-19, The Great Reset, written by the chairman of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, who's going to be one of the subjects of today's discussion. I'm actually, I'm pretty sure this book is going to be extremely boring, but I heard from a lot of people online that it provides a lot more insight into what these people are exactly thinking and how they're taking advantage of this current crisis in order to push their globalist agenda. But now let's not waste any more time and dive deep into what exactly the Great Reset is. The Great Reset is a collective name given to a series of economic policies that are attempting to use the recovery from the coronavirus to supposedly build a better and brighter future. This was first unveiled by the World Economic Forum back earlier this year, and within 72 hours after its announcement, a petition to stop it gained almost 80,000 signatures. If within the first couple of days after something's announced, almost 100,000 people sign a petition saying this is a horrible idea, that's a red flag. But if someone like myself or any of you try to research what this plan actually is, you'll be presented with two very bizarre ads and a two-hour-long panel that is extremely boring and provides no actual details in what the plans truly are. Now, if you guys are curious or this is the first you're really hearing about this whole thing, uh, go ahead and check out the couple of videos that are available on YouTube about it. Um, But as somebody who spent the time researching this for this episode of the podcast, um, the best best chance you're going to get to actually figure out what this thing is is just to watch the Economics Explained video um, on YouTube. That's probably the best thing that I could find. But any of the actual marketing that was done by the World Economic Forum to promote this whole plan plan is god-awful because a two-hour-long boring panel in which they don't even mention the word reset until about an hour in and these two videos which look straight out of CCP 
Chinese propaganda with how they're just showing the worst of humanity and apparently that's somehow our fault and we have to build back better or whatever the fuck we're talking about now. Um, it's just it's just really weird. So just go check out one of those videos. I recommend it because it'll just confuse you, which again, if you're getting confused by something that's supposed to benefit everybody, that's also probably a red flag. You see, if we take a look at history, economic plans titled The Great Anything have not necessarily had the best track record. The problem here is not only that these people are leveraging the crisis that is the coronavirus pandemic, but they're proposing some extremist policies as well. Outside of Klaus Schwab, who, as I mentioned, is the chairman of the World Economic Forum, there have been zero economists that support this proposal. Let me say that again. Outside of the chairman of the World Economic Forum, who, by the way, is an engineer by education, granted he has, some, he has great knowledge in economics, I'm not disputing that, but he again is an engineer, there are zero economists that support this proposal. Ex-royalty does, celebrities do, the co-founder of Reddit apparently does, so I guess that changes fucking everything. But the question that's worth asking is, why do absolutely no economists support a plan that's supposedly supposed to help lift everybody up? I think it's safe to say they know something that we don't. To make this whole thing even more confusing, it's not just economic policies that are involved in this proposal. Think of it more like a leftist wish list, including no private property, demilitarization, support of the arts to substantiate architecture, etc. You might be thinking, Nate, this doesn't sound like that bad of an idea, but as I've mentioned, there are a couple red flags here. One of these proposals is to encourage entrepreneurs to establish environmentally ethical rules. And in theory, this sounds like a good idea. And I just want to have a full disclaimer here. Uh, don't think that I don't care about our environment. In fact, I do care a lot about our environment. And if we don't change the way that we're just polluting this world, uh, our kids aren't going to have a world to live in. So I definitely think this needs to be taken a bit more seriously. But simply, this is not the role of businesses. Businesses' goal is to turn a profit and keep their motivations singular. That makes for better economics. The responsibility of designing ethical guidelines around the environment shouldn't fall on the entrepreneur, it falls on the consumer. To demand higher standards of corporations and encourage competition for those who don't abide by the guidelines. You don't use a hammer to fix a laptop, just like you don't use corporations to implement ethical regulation. Listen. I agree, we need to be concerned with our environment, but the Green New Deal, the Paris Accords, the Great Reset, these are not the answers. And what I really implore people to start understanding is the fact that global warming is a global issue. So before you start penalizing all these American companies for apparently polluting the fuck out of our earth, even though America has scaled back the most out of any country in terms of carbon emissions, but nobody wants to talk about that. All they want to talk about is how Americans and business people and entrepreneurs are polluting the earth and they don't give a fuck and the right doesn't care. And no, no. How about we look at the CCP communist China who is building five new coal factories a month? Like, how about we look at India, 
who emits either the second or the first, please fact check me on this. I apologize. Don't have it in front of me, but they either emit the most carbon emissions in the world or the second most behind, of course, communist China. So when we sit here and punish the entrepreneurs, sit here and punish the United States, it doesn't make any sense. Why would we continue to screw over our economy and our businesses while China can sit there and just continue to build coal factories? So no matter what we do and no matter how much we punish ourselves for a global issue, it's not going to change fucking anything. On top of that, there is a very interesting article written by Time Magazine and the World Economic Forum back in the middle of October 2020. I've linked it below in the show notes, and I strongly suggest that you guys check this article out for yourselves before it gets deleted. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but people who make up the World Economic Forum, like Klaus Schwab and others, you can basically think of this group as a book club for woke billionaires. It's about billionaires who meet once a year in in Switzerland to discuss all things economics around the world. Um, But apparently with the whole COVID pandemic, they've decided that they themselves are elected officials. Now, some of you listening to this may be in support of everything that I've laid out here today, and that's completely fine. But you have to realize how blatantly partisan this is and the globalist ideas that it pushes. This is what many people, including myself, are taking issue with. Remember, Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing and be happy. That's coming from the people that will own everything. My question is, who the hell told these people that they can decide how everyone who's considered quote, beneath them should live. Again, these are all billionaires. These aren't the average folk making these decisions. These are people with access to everything, not just all the money, but all the resources, all the power, all the connections. And these are the people you guys trust to make the decisions that will benefit everyone. You guys think these people are going to bring power back to the worker? Like, I I just, somebody please explain the logic to me because I simply don't get it. I fear that our nation as we know it will soon be destroyed and in its place will be a globalist government that people think that they want, but in reality, they don't. People don't understand how awesome capitalism is until it's taken away from you. Look at China. Look at Cuba. Look at Venezuela. Look at all these countries in which people flee to the United States for the simple reason that this is a free country where it is on your shoulders to make or break your life. There's nobody telling you, you can't do this. And this is why I'm so frustrated with this country and the state that it's in and how people claim this is a racist country and white privilege and nobody can succeed in this country unless you're a white male. It's it's all fucking bullshit because people from all over the world, you talk talk to people who lived in Russia. You talk to people who lived in Cuba. These people fucking love America. And that's because we're the freest country in the world. So remind me again why the crazy leftists and now the globalists are working together to take that away from us. I strongly encourage anybody who's young like me, anybody who's in Gen Z like me and listening to this, We have to fight back because otherwise, by the time we die, we're going to be in concentration camps as well. We're going to be like China. We're going to be like Russia. 
where the citizens have to wait in fucking line for bread. Do you, do you guy, I don't want to go off on a tangent here at the end of the episode, but do you guys understand that if China just decided one day, hey, we don't want to import anything to the United States, we would be absolutely fucked because we are dependent on them. And if they decide to do that, they just say, fuck you guys. And they didn't do that with Trump because they're scared shitless of Trump. Biden, on the other hand, they have in their back fucking pocket. So when they say to Biden, hey, fucking Joe, Joe Stalin, Joe Biden, hey, Joe, we're, we're just done importing goods to the United States because fuck you guys and we're screwed. That's how we're going to end up like Russia and everybody's going to say, no, communism or communism is the answer to this. Socialism is the answer to this, because if we had socialism, everybody would be OK. There wouldn't be people hungry. Look at history. Look at Russia when you have to wait in line for hours and hours a day just for bread. Guys, this wasn't that long ago. This was in the 80s, the 70s. Our parents are that age. People listening to this podcast remember that shit. I wasn't even alive, but I've seen, I've done the research. I don't want that. And those of you listening to this who think you want that, reevaluate yourself because you live in the greatest country on this earth because it's the freest country on this earth. And I'll be damned if that's taken away from us. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of TCR Live. I'd greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe to the show, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a five-star review. If anything I said today stood out as thought-provoking, or you think somebody you know could benefit from today's discussion, please consider sharing this podcast. That's the fastest way you can help us grow, and if you do share it, take a screenshot and tag me on social media. Guys, we're almost here, 2021. I've got some really fire episodes up my sleeve as well. We're going to be having guests on starting in January of 2021. I'm excited. I know you guys are too. And that's been it, guys. I will see you all later.